0: Thank you for tuning into my podcast Waking Up with Lauren Coletti. This is a show where we dive into relatable topics for relationships, attachment styles, metaphysical teachings, trauma and more. Thank you for joining in on these authentic conversations with medical professionals, experts and so many influential guests who come to share their experience and add value to the lives of myself and my beloved listeners. Thank you so much again for joining me in Waking Up Together. Hey everyone, welcome to Waking Up with Lauren Coletti. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. I never know a good way to start these podcasts, truthfully. It's always a little awkward, but um, welcome to my show. As you can see, we changed the name, Waking Up, And I'm going to start releasing these episodes in the morning, Um, particularly I think on Saturdays now, it used to be Sundays, but we're going to play around and see what day has the best engagement rate. But for now, just taking it one day at a time. And uh, I wanted to give a little update today that I thought would be relevant to the collective And that's talking about ghosting, which I've made so many episodes on ghosting, honestly, but I have kind of a different lens on it than I used to. I think when I used to be ghosted in the past, it was really fucking hurtful to me, and there was nothing more painful than being ghosted. And I kind of saw it as like, why is this happening to me? Not again. I'm being rejected. I'm not worthy of the other person. Clearly, I did something wrong. Like all these kind of giving my power away type thoughts. And um, I guess I'll explain. So I have had this weird pattern lately (laughs) that I have noticed, and my friends and people in my life have noticed, of going for underdeveloped men. And and by underdeveloped, I don't mean like 12 years old, because that's clearly fucked up and Whatever, but I've been going for younger men that the last few have been from different countries, and there's a language barrier and it's hard to understand them. And they are significantly younger than me, and by significantly younger, I mean like I'm in my late 20s, they're in their early 20s, so that's significantly younger to me because where i was cognitively emotionally physically spiritually in my early 20s and not to put anyone down who's in their teens or early 20s it's beautiful but is immensely different than where i am now that i'm almost 30. and i think just even developmentally and mentally like it's huge it's you're in a completely different place from your early 20s to your late 20s even what you want how well you know yourself and it's not to say one's superior than the other but personally I've always pictured or thought I wanted to be with someone who's the same age than me if not you know maybe a couple of years older ideally although I do like older men as well um it's funny because lately it's like I either like a 20 year old or a 40 year old like there's no in between so anyway I've noticed this trend and if I psychoanalyze it, because my friend brought this up to me, <laughs> she's like, why, why are you going for all these guys who haven't even, their brains aren't even fully formed yet, Lauren? And I think it's like a self protective subconscious mechanism, a defense mechanism that I can't develop a true, intimate, deep connection with someone, one, if I can't even speak the same language as them and understand them and two, if we're not emotionally in the same playing field. And again, it's not to say I'm better or worse, but it's just not level. And there's this sort of like power dynamic, weird like thing going on. So a few weeks ago, I went to a restaurant with my girlfriend and I thought that one of the workers there was just so freaking cute like I just wanted to squeeze his cheeks he was adorable and I was like let's you know talk to him he's he's so so handsome and I definitely have a thing for Latino men I will say I love the tall dark and handsome and if a guy has a Spanish accent or speaks to me in Spanish like nothing turns me on more honestly I think it's just the hottest thing in the world so he was from Honduras and and I started talking to him and I could tell he was interested in me because he kept looking at me and coming over and I just thought he was so nice and I said oh where are you from and he talked to me that he was new to the United States of America and I said Oh you you know you speak fluent Spanish. I would love to learn Spanish. Like I'll teach you English if you teach me Spanish and then we exchanged numbers and we were talking and um essentially long story short, he ended up ghosting me. We had a date planned for tomorrow and today's Sunday and I haven't heard from him since Friday and he hasn't answered my text. So um I sent him a text not long ago and I said, "Listen, you haven't communicated with me and if you don't want to see me anymore that's totally fine but just know that if I don't hear from you by the end of the night tonight I'm going to make other plans and um if you do want to see me let me know if not I can take a hint thanks wish you the best bye and um you know ghosting being ghosted is never fun it's a part of living in the 21st century it's a part of being not even in your 20s anymore people of all ages do it and I I really understand both sides you know on one hand you don't owe anyone an explanation perhaps you've never gone on a date with them or you were only talking to them briefly you know like there are certain consideration and just courtesy etiquette that I think people should follow but you really don't owe anyone anything okay and um personally i like to be direct and transparent because i would want someone to be upfront and honest with me i think people really do respect authenticity and i would appreciate someone so much more if they said listen i'm not feeling this um i changed my mind for whatever reason and just know i won't be reaching out anymore you know that would still sting but i'd rather the hurt of the truth rather than you know the um the pain of a lie is that the quote there's some quote but I've been ghosted many times in the past it's kind of been a, a minute since I've been ghosted so it's kind of triggering my old wounds and like activating that rejection and abandonment from years ago and um I'm trying to not take it personally But I'm also trying to shift my perspective and see this as a a really good thing because one red flag last week was that we had made plans for last Monday and he ended up canceling the very, very, very last minute. I think he was supposed to be at my house at like 2.30 and then at 2.35 he was like, I'm not coming. Uh, I have to do something else like no explanation and it turned out that I found out it was just because he didn't own a car which would have been good to know and he lives about 45 minutes away from me so that was definitely a warning sign but I was like you know what I always I believe in second chances I really really do um but it's kind of like the two strikes you're out not three strikes you're out it's two strikes you're out I'll give you a second chance but If you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I don't know why I'm trying to remember all these lines, but I believe everyone deserves a second chance. You know, sometimes things come up, but it's like you can only give someone so many chances because they're actively showing you who they are. They're telling you through their actions. So I will say I'm a little bummed because it has been a long time since I've gone on a date and I was really excited to spend time with this person get to know this person we got along really great through text and he seemed really interested but i have to respect free will and people are allowed to change their mind i know i changed my mind not too long ago i was talking to another guy that lived in a different state like (laughs) also another theme long distance people again emotionally unavailable on my end because it, it prevents me from getting super close and deep with someone I could only go so far with someone that's far away or different age or doesn't speak the same language so I'm I'm intrigued and trying to learn more about myself but anyway I changed my mind because there was some things that didn't sit well with me he just seemed like clingy and moving way too quickly so we were gonna hang out and I think it was a couple days before I said listen I'm so sorry but now I just realized it's not a good time for me to be dating and um I'm you know wish you all the best so I really do see both sides but I'm trying to shift it from feeling bad to feeling good because this is you know that saying rejection is redirection and in the same breath Projection is also protection so I have to trust in the unseen that this is a good thing this is the universe you know doing me a solid even though it feels like an L right now <laughs> um I have to trust and have faith and believe in the unseen and just see this as a really good thing because who knows what could have happened and um it doesn't make it hurt any less y'all like, you are entitled to feel your feelings, you are valid in your sadness, you're valid in your disappointment, you know, but honor that, feel it, allow it, and move through it and grieve it because it is loss and it, it, it might not seem huge like the loss of a pet or the death of a family member or a breakup or something like that, but it's it's still painful to feel not chosen but at the same time it's because something even better is coming for you down the line and it's a lesson it's the universe showing us okay this person is going to be an assignment for you they're going to shed light on and highlight where you still need to heal they're going to pinch your sore spot and trigger the wound that i want you to work on and for me it's it's that Wound of not feeling good enough of longing for love and people that cannot give it to me and I had this thought today when I was like staring at my phone I'm like is David gonna text me is he gonna like am I gonna hear from him and ultimately I didn't (laughs) and um, I had this thought for a split second I'm like let me download Tinder maybe I should go back on the dating apps and I realized that was coming from the wounded scared fearful place in me and I had to challenge that and really question okay what is the driving force that is motivating me to make a dating app do I have an authentic desire to date right now honestly not really because I'm leaving in a few weeks and and I don't feel ready to develop a true connection with someone I don't want to really be going on dates i don't want to be talking to multiple people i don't want to be on tinder for 23 hours a day you know but it was more so that distraction that feeling like i need to numb i need to get that external immediate gratification out there and truthfully if i examine my own behavior i could see this guy as like oh he's he's mean he's a dick he's an asshole whatever but you know what if I look deep down at myself, what was I hoping to get from him? I was hoping to get validation, attention, sex. So in a way, I was using him too. So it's like he's simply a mirror for me to see what's going on. And The Course in Miracles says the other person is you. So if we're all one, we're all connected, it's simply a reflection And I know that I manifested and attracted this experience. Because in a way, it's a test from the universe. Am I going to handle this with grace? Am I going to mope around and pity and feel sorry for myself? And like, I'm the victim? And why does this always happen to me? You know, because the last few months have been kind of hard romantically. You know, I have felt very lonely. And it is disorienting. It is isolating. But at the same time... I know when I am feeling deserving, feeling worthy, truly stepping into my power and seeing myself as whole, that's when I will attract my equal and capable partner. And I, I don't feel ready to receive that right now. So naturally, I would attract wishy-washy situations that are half-assed and where people are shady and flaky and like not all in. So it really does make a lot of sense to me. And it doesn't make it suck any less, but at least I can understand that this is happening for me, not against me, not to me. And I hope that you can see that too, no matter where you are in your life right now. Can you take it as this is just an assignment and your circumstances, your situation, whether it's great or shitty is just... A stepping stone to get you to whatever path you're ultimately destined to go down in the end so i know that this is preparing me for even greater work for even more growth more self-development self-discovery and healing that's to come and i'm also really excited because there is so much to come in the next few we- uh, weeks and months you know in how many like five weeks i'm leaving for europe and i am truly so i'm nervous i'm scared i'm anxious i'm worried i'm fearful all that stuff but i am so freaking excited it doesn't even feel real um and i know that is gonna be a little overwhelming uh but I'm ready to take it on. I'm ready to prove that I'm equipped and I'm capable and I have the ability to do this and to just explore and discover and go on this adventure of what life has to offer me. So be sure to stay tuned for that. I'm ordering a GoPro or selfie stick, something like that, so I could film the whole thing. And I just can't wait to see what beautiful miracles and magic and lessons are waiting for me on the other side of this and i reminded myself today i said baby girl lauren you know this stings definitely doesn't feel good to be let down but you've gone through so much worse and you've gotten through the worst and if you can get through that then this is a piece of cake you can get through anything and if you're feeling super low right now think of all the times in your past where you felt like There's no way out. There's nothing good on the other side. You're not going to get through it. You felt hopeless and helpless and perhaps despair. And then you came out on the other side and realized how resilient, how strong, how brave and courageous you actually are. Use yourself as your own inspiration, your own expander and be your own motivator. And, you know, sometimes it's, we have to look inside. We can't look outside. What we're seeking ultimately is inward. And I really encourage you to tune into that inner wisdom sometimes we feel so detached from our intuition but it it truly is there it wants to connect with you it wants to speak to you you just have to be open to hear it and find some stillness and silence and listen to what it is saying to you and where it's navigating and guiding you to move towards move away from perhaps lean into so it'll be okay. (laughs) Note to self reminder to me and you, it'll be okay. And it's all part of the process. So just take it one breath at a time. And that's going to be it for today. Short, sweet, to the point. And you can connect with me on Instagram at Lauren M. Coletti. That's really my only social platform. I have a TikTok and YouTube and whatever, but I hardly ever use it. I really don't understand the socials and how the kids use it so (laughs) it's all very confusing to me but um if you enjoyed this episode please feel free to share and subscribe leave a rating review preferably four or five stars um but you know you do you boo and I guess I'll talk to you in the next episode bye-bye